Welcome to the Pastor Philip Butcher Podcast. Pastor Philip is an anointed teacher of the word and a healing evangelist. He's a pastor and founder of Livingstone's Family Church, a vibrant church transforming the lives of many people across the world. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Shalom everyone. You're welcome to today's Midday Prayer Lounge. I'm so excited to be on today's show and in today's meeting, I'm with um, my father, Pastor Philip Bajanda. Please, you are welcome. Thank you very much, um, Irama. I'm happy to be hosted by you today. Thank you. Amen. 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 So please, um, for this week, we'll be talking about the finance week. We'll be talking about various um, principles and um, kingdom principles to apply in our giving and also to find out the church's um, financial policy. I'd like to encourage you to share the link and invite your cell members, invite church members. You can check on the list if you don't see anyone on the call. Kindly um, call them, reach out to them, and let them join us today. Amen. God bless you even as you do that. And Daddy, please, you are welcome once again. Uh, thank you very much, Irama. I'm excited to be hosted by you, and uh, I want to thank God for everyone that is connected and those that are here to connect. Like you said, I would want to encourage us to get people to connect because I believe that um, these sessions are going to be very helpful and beneficial to all of us. So let's do well to connect. Some people may be at, uh, at work, it's lunchtime and all that, but I believe that they can connect and then be blessed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Daddy. Um, I would like to use this opportunity to, to thank Pastor for like for the various midday prayer lounges that we've had, if you've noticed, every every aspect of our life in the various principles that we have to apply, Pastor meets us on midday prayer lounge and then he teaches us on some of these things. And I believe it's a great privilege and opportunity to learn some of these things as young people. And that please going into today's midday prayer lounge and we'll be talking about kingdom principles. So please, I'd like you to... Um, let us know some of the principles that we can apply as, as people. Alright, thank you very much, Irama. Um, I'm happy to be hosted by you today. Uh, uh, so, Pastor, I was, I was checking to see whether somebody, someone is on the, is connected. So, but... <laughs> Alright. Um, amen. Hallelujah. Alright, so now let's, let's go into where we are for today. I'm excited, Pastor. I'm excited that uh, this week, like Irama, like you said, this week is our finance week, and um, then he's saying, "Where is he?" Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I wonder where, where where he is. You know, where I'm trying to see whether someone's connected, but the person is. Anyway, so this week is our finance week, and uh, I want to encourage all of us to be excited, interested, enthused about this week. Yeah. A lot of relevant things that. Uh, we are going to be learning this week and what one of the things what we are going to be learning this week is the kingdom principles of giving and receiving kingdom principles of giving and receiving and brothers and sisters i believe that this is so very important this is so very important so you want to connect and want to get you know quickly i want us to just um, just take a moment to call many other people to collect uh, let's call many other people to connect because it's going to be a blessed time. It's going to be a glorious time. You know, Irama, the reason why I believe that this, uh, this is very important is because we're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about money. Money is important to everybody. Money, 
we are spirits, but we live in an, I like what um, one of my mentors, Jesse Duplantis, says, we live in an economic world. So because we live in an economic world, money is very important. Remember, you know Jesus taught a lot. Jesus gave a lot of teachings in the Gospels. Now, in the teachings of Jesus, 30% of Jesus' teachings have to do with money. 30% of Jesus' teachings have to do with money. And that is because money is important. Money is important. You know, you, there is the, the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. And Paz I want you to listen very carefully. And that's why I said, let's do well to call other people to join and connect. I believe that uh, we, we all need to hear what the Spirit of God is going to be teaching us. So there is, there is the person of Jesus. When you come to the kingdom, there's a person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. The person of Jesus, knowing the person of Jesus will get you to heaven. Mm. Knowing the principles of Jesus will allow you to excel in this earth. So somebody, have you, have you seen some Christians who are poor? Yes. Have you seen some Christians who are broke? Yes. Have you seen some Christians who have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for financial breakthrough? But they've not gotten the financial yes. booty. Let me let me even ask some of the participants that are connected. That um, some of the participants that are connected. Have you seen Christians who are broke? Have you seen? Have you seen? Let me also put this way. Have you seen genuine Christians yes. who genuinely love God who are broke? Yes. Yes. Wow. Financially. Wow. So we have genuine Christians who. Genuinely, genuinely love God who are broke. Yes. Now, have you seen people who don't know God? <laughs> they care nothing about God, but they are rich. Yes, Come again. <laughs> they are rich. Yes. You know, now, you know why? Because there's a person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. Yeah. The person of Jesus will take you to heaven. And knowing the person of Jesus, you, you get to know the person of Jesus and you get to heaven. But you need to know the principles of Jesus to excel in this earth. Wow. So, somebody, so a Christian must know both the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. When the Christian knows the person of Jesus, the person will go. To, the Christian will go to heaven. When the pers- Christian knows the principles of Jesus, the Christian will also excel on the earth. Now, when you take an unbeliever, someone who doesn't know God or doesn't know Jesus, the the person doesn't know Jesus can. But have you seen some people who don't know Jesus who are also poor? Yes. Good. So now there are some people who don't know Jesus, but they know the principles of Jesus. They don't know that those are Jesus' principles, but they know it. And they practice the principles of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So they excel in this earth. But if they practice the principles of Jesus and excel in this earth, but don't know the person of Jesus, they will not go to heaven. Mm -hmm. So the principles of Jesus are for our living in this earth. And the person of Jesus will guarantee us eternal salvation. Mm. So, so when it comes to giving, we need to know the principles of Jesus regarding giving. The principles of Jesus regarding giving. And that is what we are going to be sharing today. And that's why I want to encourage people to connect. You, you know, there's, there's always something that I, I have observed. And uh, what I've observed is that a lot of people like the power of Jesus. Mm. <laughs> a lot of people like the power of Jesus, but they don't like the principles of Jesus because they are lazy to act on the principles. Mm. But the power of Jesus 
And, and pass, pass, I want you to listen very already. I've spoken about the person of Jesus. I've spoken about the principle of Jesus. And I'm going to speak about the power of Jesus right now. We thank God for the power of Jesus. But what the power of Jesus will do for you or will do for a Christian, the power of Jesus will bring breakthrough to the Christian. Mm-hmm. But the principles of Jesus will sustain that breakthrough and cause the Christian who has experienced that breakthrough to advance in that breakthrough. Wow. So the power of Jesus will bring a breakthrough, but will not sustain that breakthrough. Mm. So, Irama, you, I mean, do you know some Christians who have received miracle money before? Yes, <laughs> last month. Some last Christians month. are the people who receive miracle money and yes, all that, yes, you know. Yes. But they ask them that after they are they working? Did, did they, you know, because the 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 power of Jesus brought miracle money. Uh-huh. But we can't live, we will not, God does not want us to live by miracle money. Mm-hmm. God wants us to live by the principles of Jesus for finances. So when the power of Jesus brings, Irma, have you seen some people who have received healing before? Yes, and then the sickness came back. Yes. You know why? Because the power of Jesus brought the healing. Mm-hmm. But they didn't need the principles of Jesus to sustain the healing and to walk in divine health. Brothers and sisters, the things I'm sharing are very powerful. Have you seen some Christians, some people who are not Christians, but they received healing from God? Yes. It's because they don't know the person of Jesus, but the power of Jesus brought the healing to them. Mm. You know, but they still don't know Jesus. And they may even know the principle of Jesus and sustain it, but they may not know Jesus. So, brothers and sisters, I want to ask you a question. There's a person of Jesus, when there's a power of Jesus, and we have the principles of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to prosperity, you need to know the person of Jesus. You need to know, sometimes God will allow you to experience the power of Jesus, which will bring financial breakthrough, miracle money. But you need to know the principles of Jesus. And it's the principles of Jesus that would, that would give you sustained performance. So, so sustained prosperity. Mm. It's the principles of Jesus that will give you sustained prosperity. prosperity. The principles of Jesus that will sustain your wealth. That will give you sustained wealth. So people come, people come for prayer, mm-hmm. for financial breakthrough, <laughs> miracle money and all that and it's good and would administer the power of god and they will get it but if they don't know the principles of jesus mm. they cannot sustain wealth and so right now we are teaching on the principles of jesus but it's rather unfortunate that people will be more inclined to the power of jesus Thanks. and even the person of jesus which is the most important the person of jesus is the most important but people will be more inclined to the person the power of jesus than the principles of jesus but i want to encourage you we need all we need the person of Jesus, the power of Jesus, and the principles of Jesus. So, wow. today we are going to discuss, or today I want to talk about the principles, I want to talk about kingdom okay. principles of giving, or kingdom principles for giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give. Yes, Pastor. Now, um, you know that sometimes some people give, but they don't give well. Yes. And some people give, but they don't give well, and so... They lose, they lose the, or they don't leave the full um, blessing or the maximum blessing of their giving. I want to ask you. So there are some people who are connected. I'm just going to ask: um, Do you do you give well in order to reap the full benefits of your giving? Mm. So I just want to ask some people: Do you, do you give well in order to reap the full benefits of your giving? I I can see. Um, 
number of people on the call. Do you give well? Agnes is in the call. Selena is in the call. Elder Sedem, Elder Ruth, um, Ruth Kakari, Spopiti, Opari, Aqua Parabia, Aqua. You know, a number of people are collected. Do you give well so that you can reap the full benefits of your giving? And that's what we are going to be talking today. That's what the Spirit of God is leading us to share today. Amen. Amen. So the first, the first one, the first principle I want to give us. Everyone is not excited to know. I'm excited. Amen. Amen. The first principle I want to give us when it comes to kingdom principles of giving is that I want us to view giving. I want us to view giving or see giving as sowing. Yeah. See giving as sowing. Let's read the scripture, Genesis, Genesis 8 verse 22. This is a powerful scripture. And if it's possible, I want all of us to memorize the scripture. Genesis 8 verse 22. The Bible says that while the earth remaineth, if you can give me King James translation, Genesis 8 verse 22. It says that while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. So, brothers and sisters, I'm saying that view your giving as sowing. Have the mindset that anytime you are giving, you are sowing. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because it will help you to appropriate your faith. Mm. It will help you have the proper mindset when you are giving to the Lord. Now, in the Old Testament, they live in an agrarian um, culture, or they had an agrarian economy. You know, I know what an agrarian economy is. Teach me faster. All right, they had. A, let me find out whether um, some people are. Yes. So, so you can tell us what an agrarian economy is. An agrarian economy is an agricultural economy. Okay. In the Old Testament, they were not using money, isn't it? Yes. They, and and they were not. They were into into agriculture, planting, and uh, animal husbandry. That was the main kind of economy that they found themselves in. You know. So. So, so God in explaining giving to them, and that's why they used to bring goats and animals to God, yes. and then they used to bring the, the wheat and then the grain and all that. They used to bring those things to God because that was their economy, an agrarian culture. Yes, mm-hmm. Pastor Sam says an economy based on agriculture. So, but now we are not limit. We are not just in an agrarian economy. Mm-hmm. You know, we we our mode of exchange of goods and services is money. Mm-hmm. Money is is um is our mode of exchange of goods and services. So when you're coming here, you came by transportation. Um, you you compensated the driver not with yam. You compensated the driver with yam. You compensated the driver with cash, with money, physical money. All right. So they had an agrarian cult economy, and so God taught them about. Um, given by the laws of sowing and reaping, and they could understand it. And I believe that if we have that mindset, it would it would help us to understand giving. So the first point, brothers, is that the first kingdom principle I'm giving you is that view your giving as sowing. View your giving as sowing. So that means your giving and your receiving as sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. When you give, the Bible says that give and it shall be given unto you. Give and you shall receive. So look, view it as sowing and reaping. So the ways we give to God 
we give our, our offerings, okay. our worship offerings. So anytime you are giving your worship offering, have the mindset that you are sowing it as a seed. Wow. Anytime you are giving your tithe, have the mindset that you are, it's a seed you are sowing. Anytime you are giving your partnership seed, have the mindset that it's a seed you are sowing. Mm. Anytime you are giving your giving to the poor, have the mindset that it's a seed you are sowing. Anytime you are giving to the prophet, to a prophet or to a man of God, have the mindset that it's a seed you are sowing. Mm. Anytime you are giving thanksgiving offering to God for what He's done for you, mm. have the mindset that it's a seed mm. you are sowing. Now, the reason why this is important is because anytime you have that mindset that it's a seed that you are sowing, the result is that you be um, you have the mindset that you are about to reap. Mm-hmm. You understand? Anytime, anytime you are given and you have the mindset that it's a seed you are sowing, you have the mi- you have the mindset or the attitude that you are going to reap. Mm-hmm. So every time you you give an offering, you know, because if you don't have that mindset, um, what will happen if you don't have that mindset is that you give and you not have the mind that that you would reap. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have the mind that you would reap, you will not reap. Wow. You see? So a lot of like Rama yesterday, you went to church. Yes, you gave worship offerings yes, at church. Uh, did you have the mind that you reap the offering you were given? You reap from the offering. Yes. I gave it as a form of thanksgiving, but not as in receiving it. So, or not as in receiving something back. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so that's not the the best way of giving. No. Or you give, so you said you gave it as a thanksgiving offering. So, what did you thank God for? Um, for protection, for provision. Exactly. All right. So that is that is a good thing. But uh, let me add further that once you even give it, give it as a thanksgiving offering. You must have the mindset that your giving, those mm. a thanksgiving offering, would make you reap more of what you are thanking God for. Mm. Because mm. I've already been teaching you that gratitude That's is a seed for more. So when you went to church yesterday and you were giving your worship offering, and as you were giving your worship offering, you were saying you were giving it thanking God for what? For provision, for protection. So you were, as you were giving the worship offering, you were thanking Him for provision and protection then your mindset must be that you are sowing a seed mm. thanking God for provision and protection and automatically you reap a harvest of increased protection and provision from the Lord mm. if you don't have that mindset um, you not get the maximum benefits of your sowing if you don't have that mindset and and that's 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 a problem with a lot of people mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of christians um given and given just because they have to give the, a lot of christians give because um they are told that they have to give it's true but if you give because you are told you have to give if you give because you know you have to give you are not giving well mm-hmm. give with an understanding mm-hmm. that it's a seed you are sowing it's a seed that you are sowing. So give with the understanding of your... So anytime you are giving, um, I see a number of people connected and all those connected, I want to encourage you. Anytime you are giving, just know that it's a seed you are sowing. Anytime you are giving, know it's a seed. And once it's a seed, let's go back to the scripture. 
Genesis 8 verse 22. It says that. Look at what it says. Yeah. All the earth will grow in seed time and harvest. Then it mentions a number of things. Shall not cease. Brothers and sisters, the, the principle of seed time and harvest is a principle of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. It's a principle of action and reaction. And it's a universal principle. The Bible says that it shall never cease. As the earth remains, if that principle shall cease, then this earth should collapse. But once the earth has not collapsed, then this principle shall continue. You understand? So as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not pass. Amen. Amen. Seed time and harvest shall not pass. So um, anytime you have that mindset and you give, you know that Anytime you, you have that mindset, you give, you know that I've sown a seed. Mm. And because I've sown a seed, and the earth remains, I will reap a harvest. Otherwise, then the earth should have collapsed. But if the earth has not collapsed, you reap the harvest. Now, from this scripture, um, I want us to, first of all, I've said that, number one, view given as sowing. Number one, view given as sowing. The second point I want to give us is... You must know that there is seed time. You must know that there is what? Seed time. You must know that there is seed time. You must know that there is seed time. Now, let's look at the Lord said that seeing it as um, sowing and giving. So when you see it as sowing, always see yourself as a farmer. Mm. Have you done farming before? <laughs> yes, sir. What, what kind of farming do you do? That's always garden. Pardon? Garden. Like you. Flower garden. It's not flower garden. You're planting garden eggs and pepper. So you planted garden garden eggs. Yes. And pepe. Yeah. I wasn't the one that planted that. You were the one that planted. I wonder if you have done garden uh uh I don't know if you have been before. <laughs> so so anytime so now what I'm saying is that anytime you are giving, see yourself as a farmer because okay. a farmer is the one who sows seeds. Now, let me ask you a question. Can a farmer somebody say she has planted cassava before. Wow. Oh, that's nice. Trucy, Trucy, you are a farmer. What have you planted before? Gabriella says cassava is wonderful. Um, Ross, what have you planted? Who can tell us the things a person has planted? Sadam says he has planted maize before. Alright. <laughs> now, the reason why this is important, Irama, is that Ross, the person has planted aloe vera, tomato, cassava, maize, rice. Hey, if you have planted rice before, anyway, where you come from, they do rice farms. So maybe you've planted rice before. Wow. This is you assisting the farmers, planting tomatoes and vegetables. Kim says plantain. Vanessa says maize. Pastor <laughs> 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 Sam says maize, watermelon, sweet potato. Hey, Lucy says he has, he has planted everything, Sam. <laughs> Now, let me ask, so all of you said you have planted, let me ask you a question. Does a farmer wake up one day and expect to get a harvest of something he has not sold? No. That would be ridiculous on the part of the farmer. No. That would be preposterous on the part of the farmer. That would be outrageous on the part of the farmer. That would be, if I'm to stretch it further, that would be stupidity on the part of the farmer. The farmer would be stupid to get up and expect to harvest something he has never sown. Mm. You understand? Yes, sir. Now, and, and it's because of the principle of sowing and reaping. Mm. But when the farmer has sowed something, he can expect to harvest yes. it. So, and then and when you have, if, if you sow tomatoes, you can't expect to harvest cassava. If 
you see um, um, yam, you can't expect to harvest garden eggs. What you sow is what you reap. You see, so the law of sowing and reaping, the law of seed time and harvest is very powerful. Mm. Now there are a lot of Christians. So, so brothers and sisters, we can see from that scripture, Genesis eight verse twenty-two. One of the kingdom principles is that is the principle of seed time and harvest. Is the principle of seed time and harvest, and that principle teaches us that what you sow is what you reap. Your actions will determine your reactions. Your um, with, with every effect, there is a cause. Mm. That is the principle of sowing and reaping. Mm-hmm. You understand? So. So, if you, what it also means is that, Yama, if you want something, mm. you have to sow it. Yes. If you want tomatoes, sow tomatoes. Mm. If you want garden eggs, sow garden eggs. If you have not sowed garden eggs, you cannot reap garden eggs. Mm. If you have not sown tomatoes, you cannot reap tomatoes. You know. So we need to be able to. Um, we need to be able to understand this principle number one i've mentioned that number one um we what was the first principle so from that principle we must see ourselves as farmers yes. uh-huh. and then view our givings as seeds whether it's a thanksgiving offering worship offering a tithe a partnership seed we are given to a man of god we are given to the poor um, we should we should we are giving towards a church program we are giving to crusades we are giving to evangelism view it as a seed and then when you are viewing it as a seed you know that you would reap the harvest you know and then i said that we must look at we must understand seed time and harvest cause and, and effect action and, and reaction. reaction so if you want a certain reaction put in a, an action if you want a certain effect create that cause if you want a certain harvest so that seed amen Amen. all right so these are some things that we need to understand then also i'll teach us that the other thing i'll teach us is that um there is a period and all this is from agriculture there's a period period between seed time and harvest Mm. so I don't know if you, maybe recently you've planted, I said, when you planted the maize, how many days did it take for you to harvest? When those of you planted tomatoes, how many days? I, uh, those of you planted cassava, how many days did it take? So you can tell me, those of you planted, those of you have planted, Abani says he has planted cassava. Abani has planted, how long did it take for you to harvest the cassava? You've planted pepper, maize, cocoyam, tomatoes, plantain. How long did it take for you to harvest? Yeah. I, my aunt is on the call. Auntie Felicia, God bless you so much for connecting. Amen. <laughs> now, Kimberly says it took some months. So, brothers and sisters, what we need to appreciate is that there is a duration between seed time and harvest, isn't it? Anytime you sow, you hardly get the blessing, the harvest instantly. Mm-hmm. It's not always that you get the harvest instantly. When you sow tomatoes, you don't get it instantly. Yes. When you sow cassava, you don't get it instantly. When you sow cocoyam, you don't get it instantly. So there is a period. Now, um, so you need to understand, we need to understand this also, that when you give, 
you may not get the harvest instantly. I'm saying may because there are, there are times that God, the power of God comes in and there's a supernatural dimension. Uh, but most times, there's, the supernatural dimension may not be there. Mm. So I'm saying that when you give, some say 10 to 12 months for cassava, 2 to 3 months, 3 months for maize, rice is about 4 to 5 months. How long is it for tomatoes and uh, garden eggs and pepper? <laughs> People have forgotten their agric. Amen. Amen. So, remember, we are saying that have that mind. Have that mind. Or each and every one of us should have that mind. That cocoa, all right, Pastor Sam says cocoa. Cocoa is about three years, right? Mm. Do you know? Mm. <laughs> now, um, have that mind that when, remember, have you been times that you sow the seed? In church and possibly expected the harvest the same day or the same yes. week. Yes, you yes, know. Yes. And if you are not careful, you could have been discouraged. Yes, even Saturday. Even Saturday. Just two days ago. Yes, you yes. see the seed and watered it on Saturday. I don't know, Saturday or Sunday. Water the harvest on Saturday or Sunday. Yes. And did it come? No, Pastor. Did it come? <laughs> because, you know, it's a, there's a duration. Mm. Like I said, it could be supernatural. But there are times that God steps in supernaturally so that somebody sows the seed today mm. and the person reaps the harvest today. But most of the times it's not so. Most of the times when you sow the seed, you will get the harvest later mm. on. You understand? When you sow the seed, you get the harvest later on. So, what does this teach us? Mm-hmm. And pastors, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching some. What does it teach us? What it teaches us is we should... So listen very well. What it teaches us, Irama, is that we must be sowing continuously mm. so that we can be reaping continuously. You understand? So let me practicalize it. Let me practicalize it. There are some people they are inconsistent in their giving. Mm. So let me give you an example. Some people are inconsistent in their giving. So Monday they so generally they give or they sow their seed, they give. February they may not give. March, April they will give. May, June they may not give. Mm. Have you seen some people like that before? Yes, yes, yes. Have you been like that before? <laughs> <laughs> so the results. So, so when somebody sows January, the person sows. February, the person doesn't sow. March, the person sows. March, April, the person sows. May, June, the person doesn't sow. Mm. You know what's going to happen to the person? If what's going to happen to the person that? June, the person will get a harvest. Mm. July, August, the person will not get a harvest. September, the person will get a harvest. October, November, the person will not get a harvest. December, mm. the person will get a harvest. So you can see that in the lives of some Christians, they have, in terms of their finances, they have a fluctuating experience of, of abundance and lack. lack. There's a fluctuating experience of abundance and lack. There are seasons they have money, there are seasons all their expenses are met they are able to take care of all their expenses there are seasons also that things are difficult they are not able to take care of their expenses you know the result so so and the, the, and the reason is because they were not sowing consistently mm. and so when the periods of harvest came mm. the periods of harvest were also not consistent wow. the periods of harvest were also not consistent so um, we need to sow 
consistently mm. so we can read consistently. consistently we need to see consistently so that we'll be in a realm where every time we have more than enough mm. if i'm to use the example of sowing and weeping in in terms of the work setting you know everybody works Okay, for Ghana, other countries may be different, but for Ghana, usually people are paid at the end of the month. Yes. Imagine that people are given the opportunity to work, to choose the month they want to work. <laughs> what if, if somebody chooses to work in the month of January, mm. it means that the person be paid for January. Yes. If the person chooses not to work in the month of February, will the person be paid in February? Mm. So, someone who works in January does not work in February, works in March, does not work in April. In January, the person gets salary, February, the person not gets salary, or harvest. March, the person will get harvest. April, the person will not get harvest. May, harvest. June, no harvest. So there are certain months the person will not get money, mm. or the person will not get salary or harvest because the person didn't work in that month. And it's the same. People do not give consistently, mm. and so they do not reap consistently. So there is, and then also, like I said. There's a period between seed time and, and harvest. harvest time. There's a period between seed time and harvest time. And we must respect that period. And that is why we must start sowing seeds when we are young. Mm. So that when we grow up, the harvest will be coming. Mm. And that is why you must, um, like let's say, Irama, you are, um, when do you want to get married? 2025. 2025. We're in 2023. That's two years to come. So if you want to get married in 2025, two years to come um, of course you'd have to be preparing financially mm. so it's even wisdom to decide to sow a seed now mm. towards your marriage because you don't want the situation where in the year you want to get married hey, you are not going to sow a seed <laughs> but that seed will have a period hey. the harvest will come after the month the person wants to get married yes, Lord. unless there's a supernatural dimension you know what I'm saying. Yes, so it's, it's wisdom. And that's what business people do. Mm. I mean, Pastor Sam is, is on the call. I, I think Pastor Sam is on the call. He's a businessman. He understands business. They plan three years, four years, five years ahead of time. They know if they do an investment, um, it's going to take them this number of years to mm. live together with returns. They have, in business, we have something called payback period. We have something we call discounted payback period. Pastor Sam is on the call, he understands. We have something we call net present value. You know, yeah. these are all ways by which, uh, these are ways of um, investment appraisals. Mm -hmm. you, you, you understand? So, so I'm saying that if you, if you want, yes, Pastor Sam, and net present value, discounted cash flow, um, is Julia on the call? Julia is also an accountant. She would also appreciate uh, such things. Amen. Amen. You know. Now, if so, like you know what I'm saying, if you want to get a harvest for your wedding, mm -hmm. and you wait till your wedding, right. and you now sow a seed <laughs> in your wedding time, <laughs> and you sow a seed to you now this the mistake some people make. Um, Let's say it's two months to the wedding, and then we realize that money is not coming in, so they want to go and sow a seed so that the money will come in. But it's not the seed that they are sowing; they have forgotten that there's a time, there's a time, a time duration. But then again, like I'm saying, and in such a case, what they need is the power of God to quickly facilitate 
they have they have and that dimension is there that dimension mm -hmm. is there uh -huh. they need the power of god to quickly facilitate the heart i see those they sow the seed the one will come <laughs> and then the harvest will come the following year <laughs> All right, anyway, so um, those are the things I wanted to share with us. I'm going to share one last thing, but Rama, you let us go on a short break. When we come back, when we share, I share that one important, it's very important. I don't want us to miss it. So I want us to uh, go on a short break. But when we come back, I'm going to talk about another important kingdom, kingdom principle of giving. I think that among the kingdom principles of giving, there are there are two that are most important. Mm. They are most important. I'm going to give us one of them. You don't want to miss it. I, I mean, all these I've said are just the uh, um, actions, you know, so you have. But there are two major, major mm. kingdom mm. principles of giving that if somebody doesn't have them mm. and the person still observes the laws, the principle of sowing and reaping, the person still not get the harvest. Mm. And I want to share that after the break. Amen. And please kindly hold on even as we go for this week. And as we go for this week, you, you don't want to miss it. And that's why you don't want to miss it. Someone else too shouldn't miss it. So take advantage of the break. Call a brother, call a friend, call a sister, and let them join us. We'll be right back. Hello, you are welcome back from our short break. And in our first session, Daddy took us to the person of Jesus Christ and the principles of Jesus Christ. We have also learned from the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 that there is and we, we always have to view as our given as a form of seed sowing. So you must begin to see yourself as a farmer. And as a farmer there is seed time, there is harvest time and there's also a period between the seed time and the harvest time. In this session, Pastor is going to take us through two very most important things that we must be aware of. Two kingdom principles that we must be aware of so that we can reap much harvest, so that we can get abundance, so that we will not lack. And so even as we have come back, please call someone, please invite someone so that they can also be blessed. Pastor, please, you are welcome back. Thank you very much, Iramba. Pastor, once again, you are welcome to Midday Prayer Lounge. It's our finance week, and we are learning about kingdom principles of giving. And like Iramba said, I want you to share the link with as many people as you can. I want you to also be attentive. I want you to also be listening. I thank... Um, I can see King Lord made a comment that I must listen to this session again. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, um, uh, we need to listen again and again and again so that it internalizes in us. And that's why we need to share the link with other people so that they connect. And also, I would say that one of the ways I've learned or I've observed that helps us in our learning is by sharing with other people. Mm -hmm. So the things that you are learning is good to share it with other people. As you share it with other people, you get to understand it more and you get it fixed and internalized in you more. Alright, so before going to the break, I mentioned that there are there are two major, you know, there are major, major principles when it comes to kingdom laws about giving. Wow. Major principles, but I only share one today. Oh, that's I'll share the second one, which, which is the foundation. That one I'm not sure today. It's, I need to explain. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. So I, I'll, I'll ask the organizers whether they can give me another day to share that one. That one is actually the foundation. That one, if it's not there, the whole building has collapsed. Oh. 
it was what he believed, not what he brought, that made mm. the difference. It was his faith, not the amount of the sacrifice, that made the difference. It was not. It was. It was not the quantity of the money per se. Mm. It was the quantity of faith. Wow. It was his faith, and isn't that what? It was what he believed, not what he brought, that made the difference. Can I? Can I? Pastor, can I tell you something? Tell us, Pastor. If you remember, if you sow a seed of hundred Ghana cities mm-hmm. and you have strong faith mm-hmm. and another person comes to see a seed of 10,000 Ghana cities mm-hmm. and has little faith, yours is better you get a greater reward than the person who got 10,000 Ghana wow. cities so what it means is that if you give 10 Ghana cities in faith mm-hmm. and somebody gives 100,000 Ghana cities and there's no faith back in it mm-hmm. what it means is that the other time that I say oh <laughs> Other time than I know, I say, until only my one Because if somebody gives a hundred Ghana, let me repeat it again, brothers and sisters. That's what I'm saying. It's a major, major principle. Except for a lot of people. Somebody gives hundred Ghana and gives it in faith. And somebody gives hundred thousand Ghana and there is no faith. So hundred thousand Ghana no on Nimaka Oko Die Oka Chale Oko Wistisikano Oko you know in if he knew he went for vacation with the money rather than coming to see it because because he because he didn't give a faith and so hundred thousand Ghana no ashe. Ashe. Now let me ask one of us a question. Do you, based on what I've said, do you think that you have given an ashe? A lot. Some of you feel like there are some gifts you have given, but ashe. Ah, should I use it to buy something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there are some gifts you have given, but ashe. Esther, what a burnt offerings. <laughs> So now put, put out that scripture again. And, and that so the next thing I, I need to teach you, the next thing I have to teach you is so how to give in faith. Teach us first there. So you need to learn how to give in faith. I am learning. Plus, your sicano ashe. Oh. <laughs> and my brothers and sisters, I say you too. Hmm. Are you ready for me to teach you how to give in faith? And then the one you are giving, ashe. Because there are people who have given. I like the one you say. Look at what uh, the Bible says about, about Abel. Abel's giving. It says that it was what he believed, hmm. not what he brought that made the difference. And look at what he said. That's what God noticed and approved as much. You know what God noticed and approved? His faith, not his giving. His faith, not the quantity of his giving. His faith. God noticed and approved of his faith. And look at what he says. He's after all these things, look at it. That belief of faith continues to catch our notice. After all these centuries, Abel's faith with which he gave is what we speak about that is why Abel's name is in the Bible wow. not because of what he gave but because of the faith with which he gave 
And because of the faith with which he gave, mm. all through these centuries, we are talking about Abel. Cain mm. didn't give him faith. Cain possibly gave more than Abel. Yeah, but he didn't give him faith. Mm. And so he lost. It was a, so Cain, no, no, for it, no. Is it not for it? Cain, no, for it, no. Because, you know, Cain, 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 um, earned more than Abel. Mm. In a sense, just look at it. We know that Cain bought Abel brought the, the fruit of the land, yes. and then Cain brought uh, animals. Or is it the, no, sorry, Cain Abel brought animals. Abel brought the first fruits of the of his um, of his livestock. Of his livestock, and Abel brought the fruits the fruits of the land. <laughs> but Abel, Cain gave not a fee. Cain gave not a fee, and Abel gave in fee. And that is why his belief continues to catch this. So I want to ask as a question, are you giving in faith? That's a question. What yesterday yesterday you gave worship offerings. Mm. Did you give in faith? Mm. Um some of you gave tithe yesterday at church. Yes. Did you give in faith? Mm. Some of you give partnership seed. <laughs> Did you give in faith? Some of you sold into my life. My entrance was sown into my life, but I'm teaching you that what I've sown in my life, you sow in faith. Mm. Some of you honored me with your substance. And it's powerful, and I appreciate it. But I want to be sure that you are blessed that when you give, do your contribution mm. for Pastor Philip's birthday, mm. did you give it in mm. faith? Because if it was not given in faith, mm. Mm. If it was not given in faith, then then that is the problem of the day. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just asking a question. Um, Other question that if you thank you for the opportunity. So I'm going to your question, I think that your question will be answered when I answer on how to give in faith. Because what I can say is that uh, one of the things you have to come to maturity uh, is to always be, God wants us to come to the place where, and it's in scripture later I'll show us, God wants us to come to a place where we can always give. Mm. This is in the Bible, we can always give. But like I'm saying, you must always give in faith. Otherwise, the giving will not as a given. Mm, a worship. A worship. Mm. <laughs> Our time is up. So mm. tomorrow, maybe tomorrow I'll ask the organizers so that I can teach tomorrow what it means to give in Because we are, we are just left with three minutes. I will not be able to exhaust what it means to give in faith. Mm. So tomorrow, so I want to apologize because of time. Time has failed me um, to share on how to give in faith. But um, tomorrow, We'll go into it, and I, so please let's do well to connect tomorrow, so that we can look at what it means to give in faith, and then um, another time we we'll look at the most. So this is what I'm telling you: giving in faith is the second major principle of giving. Giving in faith is the second. Then there's a first. That one is the foundation. That one, that one is the all-time major. Major. That one is the overall principle. <laughs> 
Hassan is the Ubuntuan principal. Ubuntuan principal. Ubuntuan principal. That's a major, major, major principal. But the, the, the second principle given in faith is important because it's not the, what God looks out for. It's not, that, it's not the amount and the quantity. Mm. Although, as I'm teaching you, I'll show you that amount and quantity is also important. But if you give a large amount, mm. so before, before we close, let me just say something. Um, giving a large amount is there's a there's a blessing and advantage of giving a large amount, you know. So I need I I let me I believe the spirit of God wants me to clarify this. There's a blessing and advantage of giving a large amount. Hmm. But it's and there's because the Bible tells us like the the amount you see is the amount you win. Hmm. So there's a blessing of giving a large amount. But if someone gives a large amount and is not giving anything, it's shit. And these are the people are shit. I shit. You can't say, oh, oh, give me some large amount, now, now I see. <laughs> and that's the story, I see. <laughs> Don't from the start. <laughs> so, so, so what I'm saying is that when you give a large amount, give in faith, hmm. and you get a harvest of a greater. So let me, let me practicalize, so I believe as we end, let me say that if somebody gives in hundred, gives hundred Ghana cities, hmm. and the person gives in faith, hundred Ghana is in faith, the person reaps a harvest of thousand Ghana seeds. I'm just using an approximation. The person with a harvest of thousand Ghana seeds. Mm. Now, if somebody gives sows a seed of hundred thousand Ghana seeds, mm. and a person gives in faith, the person will get a harvest of one million Ghana seeds. Mm. Now, if somebody gives or sows a seed of hundred Ghana seeds, I'm repeating, and and does it in faith, the person will get thousand Ghana. If somebody sees a seed of hundred thousand Ghana mm. and the person does not do it in faith. faith, the person has lost. The person has gotten less. <laughs> 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 a failed investment. Who <laughs> a failed investment? So if a mess go, when you come out, I'm going to mess go. Now I'm going to see that mess. Mess go too. I'm going to see that mess. But similarly, if somebody also sees a seed of hundred Ghana cities mm-hmm. and is not in faith, the person will lose. Yes. You understand? Yes. Uh, just that the, the hundred thousand loss is greater. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters, um, <laughs> let me say sorry, outbreak. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so, um, Asman, God bless you so much for connecting. Remember, this is our finance week. All through this week, we are learning the main, the main reason for the finance week. Mm. Number one, for us to understand kingdom principles of giving and receiving. Number two, for us to know um, some of the systems, financial systems that the church has put in place. Some of the protocols, pro- procedures, and systems that the church has in place for, fi- for the finances. And then also, for us to increase in our giving so that we can reap more. Because really... If you sow um, 20 grains of corn, mm-hmm. um, you know, so a corn, you only put four grains in one hole or something, right? mm-hmm. or three grains for corn. As I'm learning. For <laughs> corn, you only put three or four grains in one hole. So, anyway, so if someone sows 20 grains of corn, the person may get, if you divide 20 by 5, the person may get about five 
stalks of corn and each corn stalk has about two or three corn cups so maybe if you take it to maybe about 15 corn cups mm. so that is somebody sows also 100 grains mm -hmm. the person will get more so mm -hmm. actually when you sow more you reap, you reap more but mm -hmm. you must sow it in faith so when you sow it in faith you get more in faith god bless you so much um Rama, you can take over <laughs> thank you so much pastor this message you must go back and listen to it over and over and over and over again until it becomes a part of you and it's the session is made available on facebook right after the midday prayer lounge so i'd like to encourage you to kindly go back and and listen as you can see the subject on giving and prosperity is very broad and from this session we have noticed that there are a lot of principles that are undergiven so i'd like to encourage us that tomorrow god willing as we also come back for another midday prayer lounge make sure that you invite someone make sure that a brother and sister in the church is connected so that we can also reap a bountiful harvest god bless you for listening to the message we believe you were blessed can you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages from Pastor Philip? Shalom.